Welcome to Maple Syrup Blood Money, a Riverdale podcast. I am your host, Noah Carden, and joining me, the serpents to my bulldogs, is... <laughs> Hi, I am Kyle Cardi. Noah? Yes? N- Noah? Yes? This episode's... Not a lot of funny jokes I got. I don't got many funny funny goofs for this one. No, this episode is, is pretty serious. It's... it's... Th- I like to call it the back down, because that's pretty much what happens for, like, a good, like, half of it. Forever? Yeah. It's it's a weird episode. So, before we even get into that, um, this episode is coming up a little bit late. Uh, yesterday, some, some pressing business engagements that, you know, put food on my table uh, took me away from the house, so we weren't able to record then. So we're recording this and uploading it on Sunday, um, so sorry if it's a little late, and if it's a year in the future, who gives a shit, because it's a year in the future, and you just started this podcast, and welcome. Um, welcome. So I am in a very unsterile environment. I am recording this episode in the field, <laughs> so to speak. Um, it's daylight saving time. My wife is in the bed with, like, the fucking croup. Like, she has whooping cough or some bullshit. Oh, God. Um, I mean, she just has a cough, but it's daylight saving time, so she's still asleep and is just, like, coughing up a storm. So I'm in the middle of my living room. My fucking monitor is maybe six feet away from me, and I'm, like, sitting on my couch, and just, like, my roommate could walk in at any moment. So we're gonna see how this one goes from just, like, an audio acoustic standpoint. Nice. Uh, so that'll be a hoot. It's, it's, that'll be a hoot and a half. It's like the reverse of me, where I'm stuck in some hotel somewhere, having to record. Sorry, my microphone is being a bit of a, a, a putz. I cut out for a second there. Yeah, it is It is just fucking like yeah. that. Um, so, what the fuck was this one called? The Town That Dreaded Sundown? Yes, correct. Yeah, they, they really tried to work that <laughs> title in <laughs> at, like, the end. It was just like, the end of the episode was like another jug had a log. I know we're jumping right to the end, but, like, I do want to, only because it's so relevant to, to the fucking title of the episode, I do want to mention how heavy-handed Jughead's Jugheadalog at the end was, where he was just straight up like, oh yeah, uh, it was no longer, Riverdale's no longer the town with Pep, it was now the town that dreaded sundown. It's like, hey, could you cram any more fucking words into your town slogan, Jughead? Like, (laughs) you can do better than that. Are you you aware of how much that's gonna cost to change the town slogans? Like... Yeah, it's just not ex- not cheap, dog. Also, I don't think the town is like the charter is going to ratify yeah, that. Yeah. Um, who do we want to jump into first? Oh, jeez. Um, well, I, it's not a funny episode. Like I rewatched in anticipation. I rewatched uh, the Watcher in the Woods, so I could get some shirtless boy action, <laughs> and then I forced Noah to make. The shirtless boy video, the fucking header of our Twitter, and I've never been happier. Also, no, it does have to be the header of our Facebook. I am just going to go ahead and put that one on the record. <laughs> All right. It does have to be that from here until we find something funnier. Okay. Um, so, um, but, so it's... Yeah, there's no, there's no funny jokes. There's there's one, like, good joke, which you only really get if you watch it with subtitles on. Okay. Uh, when uh, Kevin... Comes, I almost said Kyle. When Kevin comes in to uh, talk to Betty about 
him like cruising the woods and stuff like that. Um, he says that he's re-upped his uh, membership to redstatemeat.com. Uh, so we assume it's like a yeah, that's a, a that's a weird name, but it's not M E E T. It's it's M E A T. It's M E A T. Oh, I mean that I knew. I didn't think it was gonna be like a meat and fuck. I thought it was gonna be a meat and fuck. Yeah, fuck with meat or something. I don't know. I don't have jokes today. Okay, well um, let's. It's it's basically yeah. who do we want to talk about? Archie and Veronica and. Betty and Jughead, for the most part. Like... Yeah, it, it, there's a lot of Jughead this episode. Like I like I predicted. Like, yeah. characters that were super loud have sort of backed off again. Mm-hmm. And it's just some Archie bullshit and some Veronica stuff. I don't know, man. So, so let's let's start with Archie and Veronica first. And, and then we'll get into, like, the, yeah. the actual Black Hood part of the, the show. So... With with Archie and Veronica, it's basically Archie immediately being like forced into closing up the red circle because he posted that video of him and all of his friends shirtless threatening a man. And yeah, the s- we did not get much of this group. Like, I I was turbo hype for shirtless beefcake squad. Yeah. We got zero shirtless it's, beef it's boys. It's the immediate back down. Like, the moment that Archie is confronted about it, it ends. So we don't really get yeah. a whole lot of the red circle. Um, like, it it felt like maybe these kids were, were, like, super drunk and high when Archie pitched the video to them. And they were like, this is a great idea that we won't immediately regret when we are sober. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're all, like, they all just bounce, except for... Dilton Doily, who looks less like McLovin this season, and more like someone who kills neighborhood cats. Yeah, yeah. Dilton is in this episode a lot. He's been in these episodes a lot lately. And is he gonna die? Do you think they're putting him center frame oh, so that we God. can get him dead? Him Dunzo. I think yeah. I think before the end of the season, he'll get taken out by the Black Hood. Ooh, or a serpent. Or a serpent. So, um, with the the video out there, uh, basically the football team is threatened to be closed if they don't take down the video and, and, like, issue an immediate, like, apology kind of thing. Um, Archie and then, Archie and Doily talk about, um, how his real intention with the video was to draw out the Black Hood. And, you know, Tilton's got some connections if you want to try and make that happen. And that the <laughs> the uh, the Black Hood is most likely a Southsider. Who? Yeah, they. Th- this whole episode is like based on this like really intense like white privilege social justice value like discriminatory and prejudice like foundation, mm-hmm. and it's. It's definitely not the content that I expected the show to be able to execute well or even really talk about after season one. Like, this is the this is the podcast I come... Not the podcast. This is the show that I come to and do a podcast about for, like, shirtless boy brigades. Mm-hmm. But this whole episode is, like, very much the antithesis of Watcher in the Woods. 
And they kind of handle it more or less really well in, like, like the realm of, like, privilege checking but not being too preachy and sort of, like, they straight up call out the rich side of town as, like, hosting a neo-Nazi presence. Yeah. Which I didn't... Ex- I mean, like, I guess I could have seen this coming, but they're not... I don't know. It's like they're putting it under the microscope but not over-scrutinizing it like they did yeah. uh, with last season's third episode. It's just... It's it's good, and I hope they continue to to execute and then stick the landing. Yeah, it's, it's not something that you would really expect for them to kind of bring up, but it's, it's refreshing to see it happen, especially, you know, with everything going on. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of... The, the, the whole Archie side of it is a lot of... Um, North side versus south side kind of thing, and the this sort of belief that because this is like some murderer killer guy, he's got to be from the south side and all this other stuff, and because he's been focusing on the the rich uh, north side people and everything. Um, so so Archie goes into the south side of town and is putting is tagging like red circles and things like that <laughs> to draw out the black hood, and it's like he is. Do, taking way too long to make a single red circle yeah. to the point where it's like, all right, dog, it's done. Just fucking go. Yeah. Like, they get it. What are you doing? So the serpents confront him. Uh, like, Jughead's story has this, like, core group of boy serpents mm-hmm. who were planning to beat the shit out of Archie anyway. And then they're like, oh, hey, like, we found that fucking dweebus tagging our shit. Let's pull a knife on him. And then Archie pulls a gun on them with, like, a side tilt yeah yeah like a little lilt on it archie's going for that kill shot um fuck archie like archie's um shooting posture and like positioning and hand placement and finger placement this whole episode is atrocious like it's very bad (laughs) there's a scene towards the start where he's shooting at a target and i didn't notice until like the second time through that he put the black hood he got from uh, Holy shit, did he? Yes, he got the the black hood he got from Reggie. He hung it up above the target. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. I did not I did not see that. Um I do want to touch very quickly on like I don't know if you saw this, but to me it was super fucking jarring and like I didn't understand what the show was trying to communicate like visually, audibly or like like story wise like there's a scene before Archie goes to the south side where he's like walking through the the halls of the school after everyone has seen his incredibly embarrassing <laughs> video that exactly his friends are going to yeah his friends are going to viciously mock him for this fucking video as he grows up but like he's he's fucking walking down the hall with like this kind of like self-assured confident swagger and then, like, you can... There's, like, a weird sort of techno shit post remix <laughs> yeah. of the video playing <laughs> behind him. And everyone's looking at him. But, like, their looks, much like Archie's Is It a Swagger walk, are, like, I'm not sure if they're, like, afraid or, like, amused and making fun of him or, like, sexually aroused by him. Like everything in that scene was incredibly confusing in a mess 
in a way that I don't think that the creators intended it to be. I think they thought they were sending a clear message, but no fucking like what are what was it's, that? See, see the the music was such a like weird like atonal like remix. It, I don't I I don't understand what they were post. thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah bass boosted. It, what, the, what the fuck? Like, hey, uh, editors and and audio designers for this episode, could you hit us up and explain what the fuck was going on? Like, what did the director? tell you to do yeah um but yeah so i mean archie he fuck archie's episode archie's arc this episode is fucking wild yeah he goes to a um a pulp fiction-esque pawn shop to buy like body armor and stuff yeah kevlar vest a holster and i don't know ammunition something like that i don't think you need to be 18 to buy those things uh, I mean, I think it, it depends on the state, but yeah. Um, yeah, like, you're not buying a firearm, you're buying munitions, and that's the only thing in that list that would be remotely in a in a potentially gray area. Yeah. Like, the Kevlar vest, I don't think that's restricted, and I know for a fact the holster is not. I think it depends on the quality of the Kevlar vest. Because there are different oh. grades of them. There are like civilian grades and yeah. This yeah. this was not a high grade yeah. Kevlar vest. Anyway, Let's, this looked like it was made of a windbreaker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, he he confronts. He runs into some serpents. Uh, he chases them off with his gun, um, and then he, when he he's confronted at the school by Principal Weatherby and and yeah. Sheriff Keller about um, sticking up some serpents on the south side. Uh, they search his locker. They don't find the gun, uh, but they do find the black hood that Reggie had in his locker. Yeah. So they suspend him for a while, and Archie's like, "Hey, Veronica, I need you to go to the school and get something for me." <laughs> <laughs> so, like, like a shitty Michael Corleone, he has hidden his gun in the the water tank. Which, I don't know if somebody was doing, like, some upper deckers or something, but the, the water in that tank was disgusting. It's nasty. Uh, it's nasty. But he hid it in the upper tank of a toilet that Veronica goes to get, which she wears her her, her cloak of invisibility to the yep. school. Her, her Harry Potter-ass shit. Uh, and Archie does put the gun in, like, a, a sandwich bag, yeah. which... I mean, okay, I guess. Helps keep it if from you really... No, I know, but, like, <laughs> I don't know. There's... it. Uh, Archie, I don't think, is going to keep this gun long enough for it to rust. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, it's fucking water-resistant, more or less. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and so she brings the gun to his house. They have, like, an argument about Archie clearly going off the fucking deep end. Yeah. When the douche chill squad rolls up, they roll up with some pizzas. With some three za. pizzas, I want some za right fucking now. I'm incredibly nervous. I only had two donuts this morning, and daylight savings times fucked me up. And like that was like three or four hours ago. I cannot tell anymore. <laughs> but I am so fucking hungry. I want I want a za right now. Okay, well, give and me I'm a worried my bit. stomach. I'll come up there. My stomach get growling is gonna. It's gonna catch on the audio, and yes, come up, we'll get some za, it'll be great. I'll only have to wait, what, like, ten hours? Something like that, yeah. 
Yeah, okay, cool. I'll see you then. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then some other interlopers yep. roll up at Archie's dude party because with Veronica. Be- because this is 2017 <sighs> and you can just look up where people live, uh, the... I don't think it would be that hard to find where Archie Andrews lives, especially because probably a newspaper had a picture of the house where that dude was shot two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so the snakes, uh, the serpents roll up and are like, hey, let's have a street brawl, and they do. So the Bulldogs, so the football team, and the Southside Serpents, the the little snakes, the sneaky snakes, the sneaky snake, the garter snakes. Yeah, <laughs> they they have a like a fist fight in the rain, in a storm. In a storm, uh, Dilton gets stabbed at one point. See, I got confused there because I thought I saw Dilton pulling out the knife. I thought, yeah, like I thought. Did Dilton stab himself in the fucking <laughs> leg to incite a gang war? Maybe I would not be like Dilton's crazy. He's nuts. All right. Yeah, Dilton's fucking insano. Um, but yeah, so they have a fight, which Veronica breaks up with the gun. That she said she threw away earlier. Yeah, it's... <laughs> there's a lot to be confused about this week. And then, uh, as they, they patch up Archie's wound back at his place... Uh, and almost fuck. Yeah. Uh, they they but, decide um, to get rid of the gun because Archie's not a killer, and if he had had the gun, he may have accidentally shot somebody or something like that at the fight. So. Yeah, we're glossing over how deranged Archie is becoming, and that fact that he's like fucking Ramboing a serial killer, like most dangerous game he drew first blood, hunting human for sport. Yeah, like we are glossing over how insane Archie sounds this episode. Which is a radical contrast from season one, Archie. And frankly, in my opinion, I think they're going too far in this direction. Yeah. Like, it's not that I'm like, oh, it's so edgy. And, like, I don't like that it's edgy. It's that it feels, like, trite and kind of like, okay, I got it. A corruption of innocence. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I think with this after this episode, it's going to be pulled back some, especially with him getting rid of the gun. Um, yeah, I think he's gonna try and go through like more typical like teen adventurer means to to yeah. capture the Black Hood, a slinged shot. Yeah, how long until Archie and the serpents team up to hunt the Black Hood? I think it's gonna happen if and when FP gets out of jail. Oh shit. Yeah, we for someone who got promoted to a series regular, we have not seen much of Skeeter this season. Yeah, um, um, yeah, I think, and that's basically Archie's shit. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Veronica had some stuff in there about making like T-shirts that have the the red circle on it and just handing them out to everybody. Um, uh, the the graphic design on those shirts was really not great. It's a, um, a circle with a bigger dot in the center, and I'm sure that this is like. A hundred percent, some like weird ass, problematic, like thought of mine. But like, it it's straight over like the guts of a person rather yeah. than like 
like the heart or or something like it's just straight up in like the tummy area and like it communicates to me like targets um archie does say like uh running like why are you running around with like a giant target on your chest yeah like i don't know man it was just super fucking weird and for some reason it evoked like like baby images of like like the size of a baby bump i don't know like even on the dudes that were wearing it it was in this tummy area it just was super weird yeah yeah it wasn't great no it it, bad job bad job veronica also she made it sound like getting shirts fucking silk screen printed in one day was like a big feat yeah yeah um Um, so i want to head over to betty's side of the the plot Okay, so uh, Betty gets Betty's Betty gets some cool shit. I'm excited for Betty this season. So uh, Betty and Jughead are on the case as far as the Black Hood is concerned. Um, Jughead is like checks out a bunch of books on like serial killers stuff like that. He mentions the Zodiac Killer, which I mentioned a couple episodes ago, like a lot. Um, uh, and yeah, they're trying to do some research on on the Black Hood, like trying to get into his headspace. Um, Betty then gets another letter, uh, like an envelope marked with her name in, like, the most obvious serial killer font I've ever seen, like... Yeah, like, when the person was delivering that, I was like, how the fuck did you not immediately take that one to the police? Yeah, yeah. It just says Betty in big sharpie letters, what are you doing? But um, Betty receives a letter, or two letters, technically. One's a, an actual letter from the Black Hood, and the other is a cipher that most of the episode revolves around trying to solve. Um, the letter tells Betty that the Black Hood is doing it for her, and that her speech at the town hall at the end of season one like inspired him to do all of this. Oh my god. Which, holy shit. Yeah, it's fucking weird. It's weird and wild. Um, so that's a thing that's happening. Betty's very scared about telling people this, so when she turns in the cipher to the police and her parents, she does not turn in the the rest of the letter, um, because she doesn't want anybody else to know, especially Archie, because that's why his dad got shot. I... (sighs) Which... It's a bad move, Betty. Bad move, Betty. Which Jughead will inform her later once he finds out. Jughead will mansplain it to her. Um, but... I don't... Like, what's the over-under that the the Black Hood is fucking, like, a pedophile? Like, let's just put it out there. Like, he, he's like, I killed the pedophile, but he does have a sick obsession with the purity of, like, a 16 or 17-year-old child yeah i a case could be made i feel like like, it's in his mind he might be like working through it where he's like i'm not a pedophile i just want to protect her innocence and i'm the only one that could have it like chill the fuck out i feel like it's conservative dad it's a bit too obvious that yeah the black hood could be betty's dad oh my fucking god don't even like part of me like thinks that just because of the way that he like he heard the speech and he's been obsessive about the whole protecting people's purity and all this other stuff. I'm like, huh? Like butt chastity. Yeah, it's fuck. 
For a second, I thought that the envelope was going to have, like, Polly's ear or something. Yeah, yeah, I was getting real worried that Polly was going to be in danger, but... I think Polly is going to be in danger on that farm. I think that's going to be a target soon. Yeah. Um, but um, Jughead fuck. and Tony at the the Red and Black in Southside High... I like, I like Tony Topaz. Yeah, she's cool. I feel like she's the actress. I don't know her name. Hey, guess what? I know nobody's names. Um, she does a good job. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think she's ever really overacting, and I'm really excited to see more of what they give her. But God damn it, please, can we cut this fucking jughead infidelity, who will he pick arc fucking short? Like, let's just end it real uh, quick, because I don't need that shit. It's it's not going to end anytime soon. I know it's, it's, it's not. Gonna it's be. the CW, but fuck. It's boring. Yeah. Um, so there's the, the sparks of... Um, Jughead and Tony becoming a thing uh, in this episode. They they hang out and try and solve the cipher together one night at the school. And then uh, when Betty hears about this, she's like, hey, let's all hang out and do this so my boyfriend isn't alone with this strange girl. And I'll bring Kevin over because we need Kevin here. Yeah, Betty gets immediately defensive and territorial, which is, like, weird. But also, like... The show is clearly trying to communicate to us and failing, bear in mind, like some sort of like skinship physical, like when Tony like touches Jughead's shoulder, like, are we supposed to infer that that's like a sexually charged touch? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? She touched his shoulder. It's so weird that like. I don't like that the show is falling into that fucking convention of just, like, if someone touches you, that means they're down to bone on you. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, that's not what that fucking is. Uh, I, ugh, <laughs> I hate this shit. I want Tony to kill the Black Hood. Okay. Oh, dude, what if Tony's the Black Hood? Um, don't think that's gonna work out. Uh, She's a skinwalker. <laughs> okay, that's that might be kind of racist, but, uh... What are you talking about? <laughs> She's a shape-shifting monster. <laughs> Don't do this to me. Um, yeah, she can transform into a 40-year-old white man. <laughs> With a gun. With a, I mean, the gun isn't part of the transformation, Noah. Uh, you don't know that. Um, <laughs> so so they, they try and solve the the um, the cipher, uh, and it takes them a while uh, to figure it out. But eventually, um, Betty remembers that she had a Nancy Drew-like... Cipher and Codes book. book that is in the library um, that is the key to solving the Black Hood Cipher. Um, which they didn't find out that he's going to strike again at where it all began, which um, they think is the, to the, letter. the town hall. Yeah. Which uh, the mayor has called a meeting together of the... A, a town meeting to talk about everything that's been going on about the north side and south side, about the Black Hood, about the Red Circle, and all this other stuff. And um, there's a scene where, like, Alice and uh, Alice Cooper and Fred Andrews, like, basically debate each other about what's the best thing to do when when uh, Betty and Jughead arrive, saying everybody needs to get out of here. Uh, the Black Hood's coming. He's coming for here. And they pull the and fire the power cuts. Yeah. Like... That was the scene I'm talking about where I'm saying, like, this is not the content that I expected from this show. And I think that Alice Cooper is the perfect, like, surrogate 
stand in for like intolerant white America. Uh-huh. Like, and like, it's a good job. And I feel like they do a good job of humanizing. Like she's obviously not saying like anything like racially or like religiously vitriolic, mm-hmm. which is, I'm glad that they're really just like sort of likening this to like a socioeconomic issue rather than like a, a race issue. Mm-hmm. Because it still serves to communicate exactly what the fuck they're talking about because they're still using the proper codas and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, like, she does a really good job as that as that stand-in for, like, this, like, fearful intolerance. And Fred Andrews gets a little preachy, but I feel like they haven't gotten, like, full-on soapboxy like they did last season. Yeah. And I hope that they stay that course because Fred Andrews is being very fucking reasonable. Mm-hmm. Like. Oh, yeah. I, I think he's making a lot of really, really good points, and I know that I'm a fucking wibble snowflake for thinking like that. Um, but, <laughs> um, yeah, like, I'm interested to see sort of how this progresses and sort of where it goes. Yeah, definitely. This is this is a lot of episodes where we... The, the sort of fallout and continuation of this episode will be kind of more interesting than the actual episode itself. Yeah, it it it's been a lot of stage dressing, and unfortunately, they sort of redressed the part of the stage that undressed itself last episode, which is to say, all those shirtless boys. All them shirtless boys. God damn it! I just want the shirtless boy army. <laughs> um, so that's basically Betty's episode. Also, so this is tangentially related, but um, in Jughead's sort of arc, which is really more of being tied in with Betty's arc and like mm-hmm. interacting with Tony Topaz and setting the stage for that fucking nightmare. Um, he goes to the school library or it might just be a library on the South side proper. And there's like a really fit person who like, I think they dyed her hair gray or put a wig on her because like she looks good good for someone with gray hair like she looks kind of younger like maybe like more 50 or 40 um but with like silver hair but where i'm going with this is that library scene and like the way that they framed that character coupled with betty finding uh the the nancy drew book at the at a library sort of got the gears going for me where like how the fuck would the Black Hood have known that she took out that book all the fucking time mm-hmm. unless the Black Hood was either someone who had access to a library, like deep dive library records, and like got really creepy obsessed recently with Betty, or it's someone who knew Betty pretty well as a child, which points to either Hal or maybe this woman is working in like cooperation collusion with the black hood who might be related to this woman in some way. Uh yeah, I mean it, they, it's they yeah, they framed her just so intensely and weirdly and like she has a very unique to the point that it looks groomed and meticulous look mm-hmm. that I feel like that's not just a throwaway character. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, Miss Perot, Peru, P R O O, P A R O O, I believe. Uh, it's 
I didn't have subtitles on, and I don't think they said her name. It's but... it's on her nameplate on the desk. I just backed up oh, shit. the episode to look at it. You, you a smart little fella. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so that's I don't know. That's sort of where I'm at with my hypothesis. Yeah. Uh, uh, the the last scene of the episode is Betty getting a call from the Black Hood. So <laughs> I've been I rewatched the MTV Scream series uh-huh. and like once that fucking shit rang with unknown i was like here comes a voice modulator <laughs> um yeah but and that that's that's the episode like jughead flirts with tony topaz not even really like oh they're they're like the same thing like okay cool uh i guess that means bone down or whatever um and veronica is suspicious of her dad for another episode okay yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah, he's a scumbag. We know this. You know this. Fuck this guy. And, like, the mom is continuing to be, like, cryptic and menacing. Okay. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, so not a super dense episode. A lot of setup and, like, you know, the the, the beginnings of, like, future cat fights between Betty and Tony. But beyond that, it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it's sorry. Uh, sorry, I'm being a downer on it. Like I liked the episode. It's just like, you know, it's not yeah. quite as 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 Gonzo as some of their older episodes have been. So yeah, and I'm just um it a lot of the content makes me anxious for the next like three or four episodes. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm I am really interested in seeing what they're gonna do with this whole Black Hood thing. I'm 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 hoping he's not real that he's some sort of construct from the Greendale witches, and then Sabrina has to come in and save the day. That he's a tulpa? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, genuine theory. Yeah, where the fuck is Sabrina? I do still want that to happen. Not a lot of spooky horror stuff this episode. It's more grounded in, like, realism horror. Uh-huh. Um, Horrors of who, gentrification. It, it is fucking horrific. Just look at fucking Bedford Stuyvesant right now, man. Um, but anyway, um, where am I going with this? I don't know. Um, I lost it. I lost it. Oh, um, with what we know now, or like what we can guess, do you think that the Black Hood is a character we've already met, or do you think that the Black Hood is going to be a new character that we're going to meet this season? Um, I think he's probably a character we haven't met, or if it is one we haven't met, it's only been for like the briefest of moments. Yeah, like a throwaway. Yeah, like I think yeah. I would have to go back and rewatch season one to to f- try and find somebody that would fit. Yeah, I I could agree to that. I I don't think that they've set up enough characters for it to believably be someone we already know, especially with these like piercing green eyes that everyone's talking about. Even though, to be fair. Uh, last episode when, like, Archie was talking to, to Moose or whatever about what he saw, uh, Moose, he was like, oh, Moose, do you remember a thing? And Moose was like, oh, yeah, his eyes. And Archie didn't let him finish. He was like, oh, yeah, they were green. And Moose was like, oh, yeah, they were green. Like, that's some <laughs> confirmation to, bias. Way to lead the I'm, witness, Archie. Yeah, fuck me, dude. Like, maybe it wasn't actually that. But, yeah, so that's, I'm nervous but optimistic at the same time because i know that hopefully sabrina is coming very soon Mm -hmm. 
at least this year, and that's all that matters to me. Yeah. Um. That's all I got. You got anything, homie? Uh, no. That's that's pretty much it. I'm I'm excited to see the the next episode. Uh, which if you'll give me just a second, I will tell you what it is. Listen to that oh. loud ass keyboard. No, it's tapping. Away. I'm gonna edit that out. Even though I did cough and I was planning to edit my cough out, so now it's gonna be just like a block of silence. Uh, let's see. Uh, chapter 18. When a stranger calls is the next episode. Oh wow, a little on the nose with that one. Just huh? a little bit. The episode after that is death proof. So there we go. That's gonna. There better be a sweet ass car crash in that episode. Um. If I remember correctly, one of the episodes... So, um... Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, the the creator of the show, posts, like, the front page of each set of scripts um, on Twitter. Okay. And there'll be, like, a little image from one of the the Archie comics that goes along with it. And I want to say that that one does have, like, cars racing or something like that on it. So Yeah. It's definitely car-related. But, like, last episode... When Reggie and Archie were, like, trolling the town for dicks to smash in, um, like, Reggie was, like, burning out a little bit and, like, doing some tight turns and driving really fast on misty nights. Uh, I don't think that's a particularly safe driving strategy for a town where no one uses the fucking sidewalks. There's a scene of um, the River Vixens running across the street Acro- in this episode. Hey, listen. You're gonna kill someone. No one fucking walks on the side of the road. They all walk in the middle. Reginald. <laughs> Old man Cardi is yelling out his window again. Fucking leave me alone. It drives me nuts. <laughs> um, I didn't want to harp on it last week, but it came up organically this week. Um... But yeah, so if you want to get a, us on the Twitter, uh, we are at Maple and Blood. Mm-hmm. Um, we are mapleandblood at gmail.com if you want to send us some lovely uh, constructive feedback that's longer than 140 characters. Unless you're one um, of those lucky, lucky people that has 280 characters. Oh, did they roll that out? I don't It's going out to like random people, I think. Um, Fuck that. But yeah, well, um, let us know how we're doing, uh, what you think. Yeah the black hood could be or who he is oh my god we would love to hear fan theories yes definitely without having to look for them um (laughs) thanks to uh sex archie and hiram's lodge for giving us like little shout outs and saying hey and all that stuff that's really cool yeah that was super super dope um i do still straight up i am gonna force noah or i will use a twitter myself uh i am gonna get the ball rolling on that sex archie maple and blood crossover episode (laughs) i want to say hey yo let's fucking do an episode together um they're both very very fun very very good podcasts um thank you for the shout outs um we have a tumblr which is mapleandblood.tumblr.com uh facebook.com slash mapleandblood um i don't even have to ask noah we're not on youtube yet um (laughs) <laughs> I'm working on it. Don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, please let us know what you think. Uh, review us on the iTunes because iTunes is still relevant. It seems. Yes. Uh, so that's where most of our downloads come through. Is some iOS that would help. That would help us a lot. Um, um, yeah. 
shit. Uh, review us on iTunes. Uh, I think we're on like Stitcher. Basically, wherever you can review and listen to podcasts, do that, please. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, please, please, please write it into us, tweet at us, let us know what you think, how we're doing. If you just want to talk about Riverdale and Archie, let us know. We'll we'll we'll, we we'll talk love back. Talking about this shit. I talked about this fucking show at like a Halloween party, like fucking last saturday I, like i love this goddamn show i want to talk about I it i went as jughead for halloween <laughs> you did it was a very good i cosplay. dyed my hair it's 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 did you did you post a picture of that on the tweeter uh no I'll, I'll do that yeah you better um so that is gonna do it for us noah take us out you have to set up the word that i have to flounder on um so <laughs> i have been your host uh your host with uh, that fights in the rain for some reason, Noah Carden. And I have been your gentle, shoulder-touching, completely innocuous host, <laughs> Kyle Carden. Thank you very much, Thank Noah. you. <laughs>